Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey everyone, you're listening to Gleek Speak Radio, also known as Gleek Radio, on the Talkshow Network at talkshow.com. Call ID 115-202-POUND, and I'm your host, Christy, and we're going to talk about two episodes, because we missed last week, so we're going to talk about transitioning and uh, a wedding episode that just aired last Friday. So... We have two episodes to catch up on, so I'm going to try to do it within about an hour of these. The place to start. So with transitioning, um, we'll just say a little summary of what happened, and then we'll talk about what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it, as usual, uh, the songs we like, and rate it, and then do the same for the rest with the second episode, which is a wedding. So I've got my little caller in. Might be Nicole. Nicole, is that you? Yeah, hey. Hey. So who How are you? Fine, you. Good, I'm tired, but I'm okay. <laughs> I figured I'd be more tired tomorrow because I have to get up early tomorrow. Oh. And so I figured by the time tomorrow night comes, I wouldn't be like exhausted. So since I'm off today, I figured it'd be a good time. Show. So, anyways, what were you going to say? I was saying, um, is anybody up on? You were saying what? Is anybody up on? Oh, no, not yet. I'm. I was having trouble. You might call in. I don't know. I was having trouble um, calling in because the first time I called in, I had to hang up because it was dead silent. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's because I hadn't started recording yet. So. Oh, oh, now that okay. we're on, maybe, yeah, that's probably why you were like, what? What's happening? So, yeah, I tweeted. So, hopefully, 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 Sam will call in because I haven't, we haven't talked to Sam in a few weeks because I know she's been busy and Mike probably won't make it because I know he said his work schedule changed. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, said so he's working like crazy right now, but. Anyways, um, I am excited to talk about transitioning, though, because we got to see the return of Wemma. Yeah. Yes. Like <laughs> wonderful five minutes, I think we got. I know. But I say, I'm saying, like, you know, even though it was very, you know, you only got, like, you know, not many scenes, but I said what they did have was, it was they were good scenes. Yeah. I'll take it. Any Wemma I can get, I will take it. I know. So, okay. and we're, like, and yay, she's going to be in the finale. So that's good. Yes, yes. Thank God. Thank God. I saw like um, a picture of, I guess, of what they're filming now. They just did this big cast picture 
I guess one of yeah. the final episodes, and it looked like some of the old newbies were in it, like like Ryder and Marley and oh really? And Unique and Jake, yeah, they were yeah. in this picture I saw on I think it was on Twitter. Wait, wait which which photo was it? A, a the one where they did the final shooting, or because I know they're having um a rap party today. I, it was just all of them, like on a stage, like yeah. So that was it was probably where they got together. And I the, think they were all wearing red shirt. I want to say it seemed like they were all wearing red shirt, like to kind of okay. symbolize like what they look like in the beginning of the show or something. I don't know. So it looked like they were all mostly wearing red shirts. I thought it was kind of cool. I was like, oh good. So I guess we'll see Ryder and Riley maybe for like five seconds and then it's an Ellie or something. I just, I, well, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it, it's, I don't know what they plan on doing for the finale, so we just have to wait and see, because I, I just don't, I don't want to be like where they'll just throw everybody in just to throw everybody in, you know, because I want to yeah. have, like, something good, you know? <laughs> I know. It'd be nice yeah, to have so. some scenes with the old cast and ones we haven't yeah. seen in a while, but we can't. <laughs> can't count on it, I guess, because, you know, Glee, it's like, you might get it, you might not, so I can't. Yeah. can't count on it actually happening. So, um, oh, say, Sam just tweeted me, said, can't call in, girls, too much going on, sorry, don't kill me. (laughs) (laughs) We won't kill you. We miss you, but we won't kill you, we promise. So, it might just be (laughs) us, because I know Paula said she's not sure if she's going to be able to call in, so, but that's okay. So, anyways, uh-huh. maybe for the best so we could really gush over Wema. But transitioning was good, so I guess I'm going to kind of recap quickly um, what happened. So, All right, so while Will is uh, euphoric over his new job coaching vocal adrenaline and all the perks that come with it, he still confesses to missing the camaraderie of New Directions. After learning of a mean-spirited prank his students pulled on rival coaches Rachel and Blaine, he tries to teach his kids about tolerance by making it his weekly lesson plan, but none of them are willing to accept Will's softer, all-inclusive style of coaching, forcing him to take a hard look at the choices he's made in order to figure out his next move. Rachel must come to terms with the fact her family home has finally been sold and all her memories appear to be going away with it. While she is despondent over the turn of events, Sam recruits the other Gleeks to stage an intervention of sorts to help her get past the challenging milestone with a fun song filled sent off. A post-op coach beast who has changed his name to Sheldon returns to McKinley to receive an uncharacteristically warm but typically over-the-top welcome back from Sue. While his return has several supporters and a few detractors, it takes a bold move from several old-school bleaks to make him finally feel at home again. And the romantic tension that has been brewing between Sam and Rachel finally boils over while Kurt and Wayne find themselves in a familiar situation that brings back old memories. So that was pretty much transitioning. I don't know. Overall, my first impressions, it was kind of, it was a cute episode. Um, Some things I thought were kind of like, eh, whatever. But I did, I did, of course, love the Wemma parts. Um, And I thought it was really cute that they did do, like, a fun party at Rachel's old basement. It kind of reminded me of season two. 
when they did that, and they all yeah, got drunk I, in her basement. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of brought back those old memories, which was nice. So, what were your first impressions? I mean, yeah, like, it was a, um, you know, it, I mean, it was a good, I mean, of course, I, I love Lemma. I, um, uh, you know, all the other storylines are okay. I mean, I do agree about the whole basement thing because all I was, when I was watching the episode, all I was thinking is that, remember when um, Rachel and Blaine sang that song? Um, I don't even remember what the song was. Um, you know, Oh, like, I can look it up. It was yeah, just saying, that's all I was it's like somebody loves somebody loves you. It was like it was the um oh goodness gracious. I'm trying to think of some of the words. It was like um uh I can't remember. Jeez. Uh it, it's like I it's in my head but I can't even think of the um the song. But anyway, um that's what it was just it was bringing me back to like back then. I don't really remember what songs were actually? Was there any good songs in this episode? I don't remember. I'm a I'm a listen for you because I'm on the on the Wikipedia page. Okay, so Vocal Adrenaline performed "You Give Love a Bad Name" by Bon Jovi. Unique in Will sang "Same Love" by Macklemore and Ryan Lewis featuring Mary Lambert. And then, oh, yeah. of course, Mercedes and Roderick the Alumni New Direction sang "All About That Bass." I think in trainer. Oh, and then yeah. Blaine and Kurt sang Somebody Loves You by Betty Who. And Rachel and Sam sang Time After Time by Cindy Lauper. And Unique with the Trans Persons Choir sang I Know Where I've Been from the cast of Hairspray. Yeah, there wasn't anything I really loved, I don't think, in this episode as far as songs. I wasn't a huge fan of any of the songs. The the performances, though, that stood out to me, like, were I Know Where I've Been. I think that was probably one of the best performances in the the whole. Yeah. Because that was really cool to see trans, transsexual, like, person's choir, which I didn't even know that existed. (laughs) Yeah. That was really cool. So, I like that. Glad to have Unique back. Even though she was never really one of my favorite characters, I did. I do like that she came back to kind of support Coach Beast. Should, you know, I know it's Sheldon. I thought that was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was. I mean, it's you know, it's a, the, the whole storyline's very. You know, I mean, I I wasn't expecting anything like that that this the season with the whole Beast. You know. Um, right. that was the trend that there and all that stuff. Um, I, you know, so that was, that was a good take on the, the storyline and, um, and will, will, you know, come into terms with, you know, with the whole figuring out what he wants, like, you know, for his future, because, you know, with the whole, because they're spoiling with them, the money and all that stuff. So that was interesting too. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of figured with Will and Vocal Adrenaline, I was like, <laughs> Will has definitely had a different style than they're used to. So I'm like, I don't think this is going to work out very well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Because, I but, mean, it kind of just feels weird to be like, oh, yeah, Will's the coach of Buckle Adrenaline now. And I was like, really? How long is this going to last? Because I just, it doesn't make sense. Because they're obviously all about, they're very, like, selfish and want to win, win, win. And they're not about, they're not about tolerance and acceptance and peace and love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> directions is about. So, yeah, and I, it's almost I, like he's not really coaching them. They kind of just did their own thing, and he was just standing around. Yeah, watching. he was just there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I did feel that that was um, also a throwback to season one a little bit because of his, him having to choose between money, you know, the money situation of, like, remember when he was with Terry and how he was going to leave, um, you know, McKinley, you know, mm-hmm. to become an accountant. And then so he, then she and then he, she was the one who taught, you know, talked him into saying, you know, um, uh, Emma. And then mm-hmm. so I felt like it was kind of like that, you know, like, again, because, you know, she had to say, you know, it doesn't matter if we have money or not, you know, you're, as long as... I mean, we're the, you know, basically, yeah. your child, that's all that matters is that you're around and, you know, it, it, money has nothing to do with it, even though he loved it so much. <laughs> yeah, if she was like, she's kind of like the complete opposite of Cherry in that way. Cherry would have been like, well, we need this money for my yeah. classroom and all this other stuff. <laughs> like, Emma doesn't care about that. Yeah. She's willing to make sacrifices, so he's happy. Which yeah. we really don't even know, by the way, what's really happening with Emma and her career. Like, is she still a guidance counselor? <laughs> like, it's been so long. Like, does she Wait, still have a job? I, you know what, I was confused, too, because I'm like, you know, when she brought out that pamphlet of the month, and I'm like, does she leave? Now I'm like, is she a guidance counselor anymore or not? Yeah. <laughs> or did she have her own like self help pamphlet <laughs> business or like <laughs> I thought that was hilarious a Tampa of a month club. Well only Because it started to bring in the money. <laughs> I could see it though. Yeah. I could see it though. Maybe she is like writing pamphlets for like a company or something. Because, I mean, who does write those pamphlets that you find in, like, doctor's offices and, like, yeah, who knows? Yeah. other places, <laughs> like, school, school offices? Like, I don't know. Maybe she does that. I, but this, I would like to know, but I don't think we're probably going to know. It's all off-screen stuff that we're just going to have to kind of infer it's happening. So. Yeah. You know, they really only give us what they want of Walmart. We just they put so much more focus now on Clayne and Britanna and the young couples that they don't really care so much about Walmart anymore, which is sad. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. I mean it's been like that since season two, really. Pretty much. Yeah. Because Mike was right in that respect. They pretty much just kind of like put Wemma on the back burner and started Focusing so much more on Clayne and Pertana and Ventral. Yeah. Yeah. And all those young couples. And it's 
sucked because Wemma was such a constant in season one, and then they got pushed back to the back burner since season two. I mean, I would kind of, I mean, if you look at how the seasons have changed, changed, I always wonder, like, what what was different between their what they're focused on in season one versus like what happened where they because season one the show was about everything about Will. It was about the people in Will's life. You know, he was the yeah. circle. And then everything around him, that's what they, and then, and then it was, then it just like, it went like, it's like they went like totally askew in season two, like where the focus totally changed of that what actually was made the show so good. Yeah. I think it just became more about the kids and their relationships. I, I was just like, why would you like, life became secondary focus. to everything else? Yeah. It's so weird. But but it's gonna be I mean, I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing just seeing the finale because see just how it's gonna end. And with all now with all these characters are coming back, I mean we got you know, you thought did you see Jessalyn um um you know, the the play Terry? Mhm. She's you know, she she was there too. Yeah. So, so like to see how like how the finale ends with all these the characters, you know, bringing them back. Yeah, I want to know that too. And, yeah. you know, it's just, it's going to, I mean, it, I don't know if you, you know, read some of the stuff about the, you know, the finale, but, you know, how they were saying how emotional they all were. Like when, because, um, you know, Will sings the last song song in the finale and everybody was mm-hmm. crying. I haven't read too much about it. I don't know. It's it's kind of like I'm just ready for it to be over. I've been ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, I, since like season four, fun. I've been ready. Like, can this show end now? Like, we just end this two-hour TV movie and just have it be over. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it could have ended years ago, and I'd be fine with it. But now, okay, just end it. You know that we're kind of happy with it, and just you know, and everybody could just move on and stuff. Because I think you know, it's been. I mean, honestly, it should have been over a long time ago. But just end it. And I mean, I even though, like, I mean, I through the glee. I mean, you know, fandom. I've met so many people. Like, I met so many friends through everybody, you know, it's just like that brought us together for Glee, but um, it's just, I think, um, you know, it's just time. That's true, but it's, it's, I'm ready for it. Sometimes I don't understand, like, how some of the, I think, younger fans (laughs) are, like, watching the show, and they're like, oh, this is like, the most awesome best episode, and I'm like, really? Did you watch season one and compare? Like, well, I know writing has gone down, which I'm pretty sure a lot where the ratings have gone down. I have one friend, and she's an older person, and she she still really likes Glee. And and then I'm like, and I'm when she talk, we're talking. I'm like, I'm like, how can you, you know, 
gave to Adela, she never, ever saw season one. Seriously? I was like, how did you get into it from, like, you know, she she started watching it in season two. And I was like, the season one was, like, the best. And she never just went back and watched? Because when I get into a show, like, I watch all of it. Like, I start from the yeah. beginning and I watch everything. I know. I, I said, you can borrow I have season one of DVD if you want to borrow it. <laughs> I offer it. <clears throat> but I was like, because I was like, it's just, because it, it bothers me. Because I'm like, because some people are just like, think like these, you know, the seasons are so that great. But. But, you know, when when you see season one and you compare it to how it, you know, digress, let's just say, yeah. you know, it's, um, it's just sad, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, not much about this show makes any logical sense anymore. There is no logic yeah. in this show anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. But uh, I guess we could talk a little bit about what happened with, with Kane and Sam Scholl. Mm-hmm. So, kind of figured Sam Scholl would finally, like, get together in this episode, which they did. Mm-hmm. And they pretty much went at it, too. When they kissed, they were, like, making out. I was like, oh, dang. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is going down for real now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I was like, wow, Rachel probably hasn't made out with a boy in her childhood bedroom for a few years. It's interesting. But, you know, I'm okay with it because at least I'm I'm glad that, you know, he's a friend of hers and I think Finn would approve. Yeah. He's watching over her from heaven and like, okay, this is fine. I think he okay, makes her I, happy. I think it's a good Yeah. I think he helps ground her and I hope he's going to help her not be all like, crazy materialistic like she got last season where it's like she wanted to be rich and famous and she it's like she kind of lost her like I just felt like she lost her true self like like she she, I feel like she cared more about being famous than her friends and I really didn't like that from last season so I hope Sam kind of grounds her in that respect I don't want that Rachel back. Okay, that Rachel was like super annoying to watch, and I didn't. Okay, get off my screen. So hopefully now that she's gone through that, and she she kind of messed that up for herself because she was doing well, I think, on Broadway, and then she messed it up. So I think it's another chance. I'm like, do not mess it up this second time around. So I mean, hopefully she learned a lesson for that because. You know, I mean, it was, first of all, for anybody that young to get on Broadway is, like, amazing. I mean, that's a, I mean, it's not realistic, but, it's a, you know, it's amazing, you know, thing that could happen to you. And to just leave it because you get another opportunity that might, that could be bigger, but you never know. Yeah, that was kind of dumb when she did that. She's like, oh, I can have my own TV show. I'm like, this is stupid. Stay on and- Broadway. After you get what you wanted for all your whole life, you could be on Broadway in that role. 
and then you leave her for some stupid TV show. Yeah, I know. She wanted to be on Broadway her entire yes. life, and then she's like, well, I have a chance to be on my own TV show, so I'm just going to go do that. Stupid. Yeah. And then you saw how much of an epic fail it was, so I was like, that's stupid. It must for them to even go there. I was like, she just stayed on Broadway. She would have been great. <laughs> but she let she let materialistic things and money get in the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why I really wanted Santana to like smack her in the face last season and be like, "You don't need this." <laughs> so. Anyways, I just kind of hope Sam is good for her and keeps her grounded and doesn't let her go too crazy with that stuff when she I does think, I, or I go back to New York. I, I think they're good together. Like, uh, I think they do have, I think they have the good chemistry together and and I I do think he is, you know, he's pretty good. good. They're, they, they're, I think they make, a, they complement each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're cute. I think they're cute. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not super in love with them like I ever was with with Lemma or anything. I'm not. I mean, they're good. Yeah. I wouldn't say they're like, oh my god, I can't wait to the next scene together. It's not like that. I mean, so, I do. Okay. I do. I do have to say that even even um, when they tested that out before, I guess last season when she was in New York and then mm-hmm. King, I did. I did feel the chemistry then, but I'm not like yeah. I'm not like crazy in love with you know them. Um, like you know, what I'm saying like because I I mean honestly, you know, with Rachel, you know, I can take her leave right now most of the time. Right. I mean, she's not a she's not a character that I care that that much about because you know I mean like you know right. because because over the se- over the seasons. Like, I liked her, like, really, you know, season one, but, like, over the season, she just changed, and, you know, sometimes she really just annoys me and stuff. <laughs> but she actually really annoyed me in season one. I didn't even really start liking her or sympathizing with her until, like, season two. Well, it was, it was to me, it was off and on. It was, like, it was always with, like, um, you know, like, the whole, sometimes when she was with, like especially when she was with Finn, she she became very annoying. It was like you know I don't know. It was just it was like when she had a guy, she was like she's too too confident, or I don't know what it was, but it was just like yeah, yeah it, it, it get it, but it, like to me like that happened over many seasons. You know I like her for one second, then I don't like her the next second. Mhm. Yeah, I remember, like, that, I think it was that first Christmas she was together with Finn. She gave him this list, like, this is what I want for Christmas. You can pick what I want from this list. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> I was like, I'm like, you're being incredibly selfish. Like, you should be able to get you what he can afford and what he wants to give you. Like, it shouldn't be from your pre-approved list of items. <laughs> I had a real problem with But whatever. Um, so 
we also saw Clean in this episode pretty much move forward and admit they still obviously had feelings for each other because it's like, well, duh. Maybe that was going to happen. And pretty much Blaine broke up with uh, Karas, Karas, Karaski. I can't remember. Yeah. Right, yeah. Which like, like, I was like, like they share comment. an apartment together. I was kind of shocked. I was like, <laughs> really? It got that far? Okay. I can't remember. It's just weird. Like I always think, it, I think it definitely would have made more sense if Crosby and Kurt got together this season rather than Crosby and. Point. I was just like, really? Blaine's going to be with the guy that used to be Kurt's bully? Like, seriously? <laughs> like, this is weird. Um, so I was kind of like, well, okay, like, we can end that chapter. <laughs> that was just really weird to watch. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was fine. I was like, all right, I'm going to get back on the clean train. Whatever. So. <laughs> I mean, it was. I mean, obviously, it it was not meant to last that long, you know. It was just like, I mean, it, it, I mean, it was kind of like dumb to do it because how long were they separated, really? How many episodes was it? Like, not that long, you know. Technically, like it's discounting this season and not like in Glee time, which is so crazy, sporadic. Um, like what six, seven episodes, like. hardly anything, because they were still together at the end of season five. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they said the time jump was something like six months? Okay. Something like that. I think the time jump was something like six months, six months to a year or something like that. So I guess in good time, maybe they were broken up for about six months. Something like that. Yeah. But we always kind of knew, because the core couples on this show that you know are endgame are Wemma, Clay, Kana, now, and possibly Sam Shell. So. It is what it is. It's fine. So, uh, maybe the last major thing in the episode was, of course, the Beast storyline. So... I did like the scenes with Beast and Unique. I thought that was that was actually a good part of the show that I was like, oh, wow, they can really talk about, like, heart-to-heart stuff. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I didn't know they were friends, but, that, but I see it. That was cool. But I just find it weird. I'm like, I wonder how how um, the the actress feels about this, about um, playing this. I think I read an article about it. I can't remember what she said, but oh, like um, Dot. Yeah, how Dot um, feels about playing this transex transsexual storyline, like, it's kind of weird, because we said it kind of came out of nowhere, and it's kind of like, okay. 
so this is happening. <laughs> like, and they did really make her look like like a man, but it's kind of like for me, it's still kind of awkward to watch. Like, okay. Kind of an awkward storyline, I feel like, to watch. I don't know if I'm getting... I know it just, just feels like, like Mike said. Like it kind of just feels like an after-school special. Yeah. Like they're trying to appeal to the group of transsexuals out there, but I don't, I don't know. I guess it's, it's fine. I mean, of course, I'm not like, not like angry about it or anything. It's kind of weird, awkward storyline to watch. So I'm just kind of like, all right. But I did think that it was really nice that they welcomed it back in and that Unique sang this sang the song for him. And then he even, well, he was really kind of singing with the choir at the end, which was you know, really nice. It was a really nice, cheesy, glee moment. So. Yeah. I mean, to me, I just, I, I'm not, like, I'm not really into that storyline because I just think it was like it just came fully out of nowhere. I can understand if in the past season, like if you if she you know, you saw her um, you know, having conflict with like, you know, about her sexuality and stuff. I just it just doesn't it just seems like to me just like they're just throwing us in because, you know, to get that audience or something, mm-hmm. you know? Or, like, it's the popular thing, you know, right now with all the, what's going on with the story, you know, in reality. I just, I, I just, I, 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 I just can't get too much into it because I just, I, I just think that it was just too rushed. Yeah, I feel like that too. I think that's why it's weird and awkward to watch because the seasons prior to this, I mean, yeah, we saw Coach Beast, and we knew she wasn't, like, really feminine. Yeah. She was more of a kind of a tomboy, which I was fine with. But, I mean, she dated. She was married to, like, yeah. a man. And then, yeah, like, and I mean, I, I know it was turned to an abusive relationship, but now all of a sudden she's like, oh, yeah, like, I want to be, I, I'm supposed to be a man. Like, okay. <laughs> And, you know, I do think it's, I think it's realistic to have a woman like that, you know, that, you know, she's not, like, super feminine, but, you know, she still is attracted to guys. I I mean, not everybody has to be, like, oh, you know, they're, you know they, they're, they end up being a lesbian or, or in this case, you know, mm-hmm. they want to be. But I think it is reality. Some people are not the typical feminine female, but, you know, yeah. but uh, somebody always finds, you know, hopefully everybody eventually finds their mate, who they're, you know, meant to be right. with. Right. <clears throat> I just wonder how this is going to play out, if they're just going to keep, they're going to find a, a mate for Coach Beast, or it's just going to, I'm just going to leave it where it is now, I don't know. But. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that I wouldn't I'm guessing that mu- not much is going to really happen beyond this, you know? Yeah. But like you said, it's just a storyline. I just kind of like, I'm not really into this part, but okay. Ugh. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, and the other conclusion of this episode we went to is we'll, of course, quit vocal adrenaline and quit working there. And so now I guess he's going to help Rachel and Blaine coach New Directions. And I'm like, well, they still got to find some more members. <laughs> still going to have to find some more members. I'm sure they're going to pull some cheerleaders from somewhere. <laughs> You know, because the only other thing is they're going to have to have a bunch of transfers from other schools to make their team. Like, that's, like, the only thing I can think of, so. You know what? Another thing I want to point out is when they were having that party in the basement, who were those other people dancing? Do you remember what you recall? When, like, when they're sitting on stage and there was this, there's, like, this girl this random girl. Like, who in the world is this girl? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, friends of friends. And I'm like, is she, like, part of the glee club that we don't know about, or what? I'm telling you, they're just going to, like, find random people like they did. They did that okay. a couple seasons ago, where it's like, who are these other people dancing with the New Directions? Like, I've never met them before. <laughs> But I was like, wow, I guess they just found a bunch of, like, people from the cheerleading team to be in the new direction. Like, <laughs> like that kind of thing. Yeah, weird. But anyway, for me, I gave this episode, like, a, like a six or a seven. I wasn't, like, too into it. It was fine. It was cute. I kind of thought the scenes in Rachel's basement were kind of fun and fun to watch and cute, but I wasn't really, like, terribly jazzed about this episode. So other than, like, one left for me, this episode was kind of like, eh, okay. Yeah. Some good performances, but all in all, it's kind of, like, not that exciting to watch, so. Yeah, I would, um, I would agree. I would say about seven, so. <clears throat> Yeah, so the episode I was more excited, I think, that looked a little more exciting to watch was a wedding. So mm-hmm. basically, I think what we saw in this episode <laughs> was we got to see two gay couples get married at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I kind of knew it was going to happen. kind of had a feeling that was going to happen. But I was kind of like, well, that plane reunion was really quick. <laughs> yeah. They got back yeah, together like five party. seconds and we're like, all right, let's get married now. <laughs> okay. I guess when you they only got like six episodes left in the season, they're like, well, let's just, you know, put this together because we know it's going to happen eventually anyway. So let's just combine, <laughs> have a double <laughs> I was like, all right, fine, whatever. I'll roll with this glee because I have no choice anyway. So I'll just roll with this one. That's fine. <laughs> so I was, I was just kind of like, all right, fine. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be fine with that. But I feel like I think that gave the Britannia fans. I felt like we're kind of like, oh, okay, now we're a little overshadowed because we thought it was going to be an episode for us. And how's oh. that clean? 
I mean, he, you knew eventually it was uh, they were going to do it by any time before the season finale. But I, I'm not surprised that they put them two together. Honestly, I wasn't. Even though it was really, I mean, I mean, I, I, when they just got back together the, the episode before, I mean, that's kind of a little ridiculous going off and getting hitched. But whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so basically, quick summary: like to get all the all the Greeks together to get ready for Britannia, for the Britannia wedding, and then Brittany and Santana argue over whether or not to invite Sue, and then Sue Brittany credits Sue for bringing them together in the first place, and it's kind of a favor to extend an invite, and Santana's not happy about that, and then uh, so it's the former the former. Uh, let's see in that summary it says the former chairs coach is not e- so easily dissuaded and still has a few characters tricks up her sleeve in the supremely superstitious Brittany is from for a loop when Santana sees her in a wedding dress for the day meanwhile Kurt and Blaine find a united couple and they're all too aware of their mistakes and regrets of the past supportive words from family and friends inspired them to make a sudden and daring leap and Tina announces her unorthodox decision to ask former flame Boyfriend Mike to marry her, while most of her guys are supportive, fellow former flame already remains dubious about the plan. Okay. So, a couple different things besides, of course, the Britannia and Clean stuff happening. Um, Let me just say, it was totally out of left field for, for Tina, I feel like, to ask Mike to marry her. Oh. Yeah. Please say no. Please say no. This is insane. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Tina, you have lost your freaking marbles. I mean, I, like, I can, I can, I mean, I get where she's coming from, you know, being in that that situation where everybody else is like together and she's by herself. But you know, and it, so maybe there was like all this stuff going on with them off screen, you know, from what she was saying. But yeah, like to ask them, <laughs> that was a little ridiculous. Yeah, she's all like, well, we've been talking for a few months now, and you text me all the time. You're texting me right now. I'm like, really? I was like, maybe you guys can get back together, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get married. Yeah. Her body was like, he like, obviously still likes to they kissed, but I was like, okay. But I was like, they are still missing a supreme opportunity here for Artie and and, and Tina. (laughs) But I did like that they said if we each don't get married by the time we're, what, 30 or 40? 30. 30, that they would get married, which I thought was cute because I'm like, oh, they did the same thing on Friends. Yeah. (laughs) But I I thought that was cute. I I I like thinking. They were going to, I thought, I was thinking, well, maybe they're going to get together or something, but like, you know, at, at the episode, because it just, I don't know, it was like kind of, it seemed like it was leaning towards that, but I don't know. I would not be opposed to a Charlie reunion because I always thought they were way cuter than her and Mike, because I was like, okay, whatever, her and Mike, and whatever, but. I always thought there was just untapped potential for Artie and Tina to get back together. So, mm-hmm. 
I think he still kind of has a, some feelings for her. Like, I honestly do, but I don't that's know if they're what, really going to get back into that. This yeah, that's what it felt like. That's why it felt like, you know, something was going to happen more. Like, because I was feeling that, and, you know, but nothing really happened. Yeah, I kind of felt like it could go that way, but they didn't really yeah. go down that road, so. It's fine, but uh, I'm just like, whatever. Um, another thing in this episode, I was like, okay, you have Puck there going to the wedding, and I'm like, where the hell is Quinn? Like, I read about this a few weeks ago, that she was not going to be in the wedding episode, so I'm like, how in the heck is Puck there if she's not there and they're together? Like, that made no sense to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Puck's just there, like, hanging out, and Quinn's not there. And they didn't mention her either, right? Like, there was no mention of her, like, oh, she's busy working or something. Like, nothing. Yeah, I don't think so. Because, you know, with Glee, nobody's ever, ever mentioned that, you know, they never mention why they're missing. You're just you're just supposed to forget they ever existed. <laughs> yeah, so like Quinn is like obviously missing, but they bring Sugar back, who I was happy to see. I love Sugar, but I was like, really? You can bring Sugar back, but you're not going to bring Quinn back for the sweating episode? <laughs> yeah, makes no sense at all. But that is Glee now. <laughs> yeah. However, I was I was happy with the development. Uh, of course, they brought Brittany's parents on and Santana's parents, and Santana's grandmother was actually there at the wedding, which I was very happy they made that happen. Actually, yeah, I thought that was really great. That even though she's like, I really don't support this, but like, I love you anyway, and I'm going to be here. So. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was happy. I mean, the whole, I mean, I think they did, I mean, as far as the wedding, I mean, everything was really, I think they did a good job with the wedding and everything. Um, with, you know, with the, the parents singing and, you know, the whole development. The only thing that really got on my nerves was um, Santana with the whole, you know, with the whole seeing her in the drop beforehand. Yeah. I was like, that's that's kind of over the top. Leave, why do you have to keep going to, to see her in her wedding dress? I was like, that is a tradition. She wants a tradition. Let her have her freaking tradition, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he said it was getting my freaking nerves. I was like, let her leave the girl alone. Yeah, I don't know why they had to, like, like feel like... They didn't ruin that. Like, like you just let her yeah. have a little superstition. Like, it's fine. Like, I don't... I, mean, I don't think that was such a big deal. Because she found the wedding dress, and then it looked like it changed. Like, when she was actually at the wedding, wasn't it a different dress than the one she it looked like she decided on? Oh, I don't remember. I thought it looked different. But maybe maybe that's the same. But I thought it looked different. Because I thought she decided on this really beautiful one that I really liked. They were like, yeah, you should wear that one. And that's when Santana came out. And then I think yeah. she changed the dress for the actual wedding because of her superstitions, I guess. Mm. But whatever. I was like, okay. 
It was cute though of them trying on all the dresses. Like I thought that was a really cute scene. Yeah, that that was a that was actually it was a really cute scene. Very cute scene. I really liked it. Um, another great thing that doesn't make sense in this episode was Brittany's mom saying she was born in a barn, which is why they wanted to get married in a barn, and says, says, oh, yeah, I went into labor in the barn, and I went to, like, go to the bathroom, and then you just, like, came out. And I was like, you can't give birth by yourself in a barn. Like, how is that even possible? Like, you need to at least have someone cut the umbilical cord. Like, what the hell? <laughs> hey, you know what? Like, people are giving birth in bathrooms, so you never know. <laughs> it was just weird. I was like, she didn't even say that somebody came into the barn to, like, help her give birth or anything. Like, nothing. It was just like, oh, yeah, I squatted down and, like, you came out. Mm. I was just like, oh my god, ridiculous! But only Jennifer Coolidge could pull off that ridiculous dialogue. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous yeah. thing I've like ever that. heard. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, kind of makes sense why Britney's kind of crazy eccentric because. Got cuckoos for parents, but okay. I was disappointed that they didn't bring her as her mother, like, before. Because I was like, she she was just, you know, like, so good. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. But, um, Santana's mother said how insane that story was. I'm like, um, yeah. Because it, like, doesn't make any freaking sense. Um, yes. So let's see what else. Had a great wedding dress scene. Uh, boy. Brittany was holding a chicken at one point to make the bad luck go away, which, again, ridiculous. Over the top. Bleed for you. Uh-huh. And then the cheek in my head. I was like, this is completely different. They had Bert and Carol there, which I think was a big bright spot in the episode. And I thought that was kind of funny how, oh, they had a Bert officiate. And he ends up officiating his own son's wedding. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'll roll with it. It's glee. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to roll with things that don't make any freaking sense. <laughs> um, they still oh, have, no. like, Walter in this episode and be involved. Like, seriously, this whole Walter thing is ridiculous to begin with. But... <laughs> I mean, I, 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 Harry ha- I just love Harry Hamlin in the role. So I I I appreciate all like you know I was like that was the one thing I like I was like it's a shame that he, he they brought him into like basically somebody that dated her <laughs> but whatever 
but they like you were more it. friends than anything. I mean, I'm like, I definitely don't yeah. want to see these two kiss because that's just going to be weird. Yeah. I think it was just one of those, like, relationships. Like, you know, they, of course, they met online, but it's just a more of a friendship than a romance, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I didn't really ever see him as more than that. I'm like, you are only going to be friends because he's old enough to be your dad. Like, that's sick. So. But with with this episode, I mean, then you got, like, um, you know, at the wedding where, um, you know, the whole thing with, you know, Bert and Carl there and, you know, how, like, Rachel wasn't, like, you know, they didn't want to, like, Dance with you know Sam because of respect you know his Sam's mom. And I thought uh-huh. that was I thought that was nice you know that that little out of respect scene. yeah they kind of like yeah. Bert and Carol kind of give them like the 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 approval the okay yeah yeah it's cute so they could dance together. Which, of course, I mean why wouldn't they? You got to move on at some point so. Yeah, but you know it's 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 always hard. I you know it's hard for a mother to see you know somebody a mother losing your own child is like probably one of the hardest things. And then you see, but sometimes you you know you look at what could have been her, you know her daughter-in-law, you know, in in a, in a sense it's like you know having her own daughter. But like when you lose that. It's kind of like losing um, a piece of your son as well. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. So. I, I'm glad they mentioned Finn and that we're still remembering Finn throughout the whole last season. I think that's important. important yeah. Mention him like, mm-hmm. of course I go. I want to cry a little bit every time they mention his name, but. Okay, so, uh, let's see. I think it was, the ceremony was really beautiful, honestly. Um, of course, it, I still think it's kind of crazy that Kling got together so fast, and then it's like, okay, let's get married, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was very unselfish, though, of Santana to allow that, like, because, then, of course, their day wasn't just about her and Brittany anymore. It was about Kurt and Blaine. So I thought it was really like, wow, that's an incredibly unselfish thing for him to do. So I was kind of really impressed yeah. with her to do that. And I thought her little speech to Brittany about how seeing her in the wedding dress isn't like such a big deal and and how it uh it doesn't seem that the rules don't apply to them and uh it's all very very cute. I liked it. I know the Batana fans really enjoyed them like having really great kisses in this episode which the fan base has been ignored for a very long time so I'm glad I finally got their time together and everything, but I think they, I think the Britannia fans did kind of feel overshadowed by playing in this episode. 
but it was a deal. Well, that's kind of an episode for both. But I mean, what what other show has done a double gay wedding before? I mean, I thought that was kind of groundbreaking, really. I don't think any other show has done a double gay wedding, so. Yeah. The first. Hardy and Mercedes sang At Last, which I was like, oh, I love that song. Oh, yeah, that was good, yeah. Mm-hmm. They actually took really good songs for this episode. So I was actually really happy with the music in this episode. Mm-hmm. So. so Artie and Mercedes sing at last. Um, Artie with Jane and Madison saying hey ya. And the mothers in the trouble tone saying I'm so excited. Yeah. And then Blaine, Brittany, Kurt, and Santana saying our, our day will come. And I thought those are all really great episodes. I mean, songs. So. Yeah. They were all really great performances, I thought, too. Um, I mean, I thought it was kind of funny. They had the moms sing with the trouble tones. I did not expect that at all. So yeah. that, was, that was fun. Really cool to sing. Cool to see that. Yeah, that like, was... I didn't know Jennifer Coolidge could sing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um, I think that was actually one of the I, – I, I really – that was one of my favorite performances. Because, um, you know, with the mother singing and stuff, that really, because it was something different and stuff. But I do love um, At Last. I think it's it's a beautiful song. So. Yeah. I thought it was great. Uh, let's see. We had the cute ending scene of Blaine Kerr, Brittany, and Santana. Uh, in the auditorium. And Sue, Sue gives them a, a gift, and she realizes that they see her as a bipolar role model, but uh, that she sees them as their kids, which uh, that was cute. Tells them that she's um, she arranged a honey honeymoon for them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I was like, oh, really? Wow. Like, that was selfless of Sue, too. So I was also impressed with Sue. I was like, oh, wow, Sue's being nice. <laughs> and oh, but so I didn't see that at all. Who gets a church for a month? For a whole month, yeah. I was oh, like, yeah, okay. How was that freaking trip? <laughs> yeah, Santana Brittany got a month-long expense expensive paid trip to the Paradise Island in the Bahamas. I'm like, where does Sue have all this money? Like, from her <laughs> retirement fund? Or, like, oh, my God. And I, I love the fact that you can go away for a month. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah like a whole month? I'm like, dang. Because honestly, what, I mean, I don't even know what any of these people are. I mean, like, you know, with some people, but like, are, like, are they still in school? I mean, I don't even know what they're doing, honestly. <laughs> you know, 
Like the characters, like right. are they like? Yeah, what, like what apparently do they, they don't have regular jobs where they can take off a month and it's not yeah. a problem. <laughs> it's Glee. If they have a job, I'm sure they can take off for a month because they're having a month long honeymoon. It's yeah. fine because it's Glee. Yeah. <clears throat> Try to get a month in reality. Yeah, a month in reality would not work. Maybe a week. <laughs> a week. Can you get a week off of work? Like last year, I did two weeks when I went to Europe. That was like a, that was a big thing. Yeah, it was so. So did a nice thing for them. It kind of stayed, ended really nice. And then, of course, the scene before that was already in Tina saying that they're that they can, you know, get married by thirty. They don't have anyone else, so. But um, who is this um at the wedding when they were all dancing during Our Day Will Come? It says Sugar danced by herself, which of course is cute. Um, does Puck dance with Pam? Who is Pam? I think I missed some things in this episode. Like, who is Pam? Wait, is that is that the is that um? I was confused. I was confused myself. Because there was supposedly um, um, Blaine's mom was there. Blaine's mom? So is that Pam? That's what I was thinking because I saw her and I'm like, is that supposed to be his mother? Because I was like, I'm, I was like, am I missing something? Or is like, did it, did we meet her in a previous episode? Or because there was this woman, but I wasn't, sh- I, I didn't realize that that's who she was dancing with. I saw her dance on the floor. I was like, is that supposed to be Blaine's mom? I'm like confused. I, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't say for sure because I was a little confused about that myself. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I guess it makes sense because, you know, Puck has a tendency to like the older ladies, but but like, no, I was like, does that mean him and Quinn are not together anymore because she's not there? Oh, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, I don't think so. It's just like, you know, it's just like, it, it's like when, um, uh, I'm trying to think of, um, well, no, I can't even think, uh, I, I'm, I'm thinking of something, but something Will did like a long time ago, um, where he, you know, he danced because Emma wasn't around and he danced with somebody at somewhere. It's just like, you know, it's just like, oh, he's like a filler, you know. It's like he needs a filler <laughs> for the episodes, you know. Yeah. Oh, the filler. Okay. All right. Um, that's like one thing I was just kind of like, what? Actually, well, I think I'm going to watch I, the episode I, again because I, sure I think I missed some things. But. I wasn't sure if I missed, like, because... Like, honestly, I just don't recall, like, I was like, okay, I'm guessing that's, you know, her mother, you know, that type of thing. And I, I knew who, um, you know, Brittany's parents were, but, like, I was just like, I, I, I don't know if I missed the scene or something. I felt like I missed the scene. <clears throat> I missed a couple key things, too, so I I might even watch the episode over because I was like, what? But then, of course, some things Glee just kind of makes you assume because it happened off screen. So, 
Disneyland. So I just thought for this episode, it was very entertaining to watch, but I think, of course, the clean, the clean reunion really just kind of felt rushed. So I was like, all right, but whatever, it's fine. <clears throat> so I don't, I don't know. I guess because I think the only thing I would feel like was missing from this episode was obviously I would have liked to see Emma there with Will supporting them. But yeah, yeah, I kind of figured Emma was not going to be in every episode. It's kind of like weird to have her in the one before, but not have her in this one. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I was kind of like bummed out because I love to see, I would love to see them at a wedding dancing. Well, a, I've been wanting to, to see that since Burr and Carol got married. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't together back when Curtis, Kurt's parents. Kurt's well, when and, she was with um Carl. But I, yeah, I always wanted her to, like, just call, call, be invited and come, you know? Yeah. And and then have that whole, well, you know, because there was a lot of missed opportunities. That was season two. There was a lot of missed opportunities because I was like, that would have been great if Will was there and then Emma was there mm-hmm. and it was just, like, awkward tension. Yeah. And this would have been a perfect opportunity for them to dance at the wedding together. Yeah. But the only time we've really seen them gotten to dance together is, like, at prom, I think, in season yeah. three, right? That was it. Well, that was only for, like, a few seconds here and there. I mean, technically, they have done it in their apartment. <laughs> right. Oh, in the apartment, yeah, in season one when they dated. And, yeah, and yeah. Of course, when he danced around her in season one when she was trying on wedding dresses and thought she was going to marry um, that guy, Tanaka, Coach Tanaka, which is so ridiculous. I always love when when Will sang her that that song, that's the song. What is that song? Song, the song song. The song song. I thought that, I love that scene. That's a classic. Yeah. I just love that scene. Like back when I was like really in love with Matthew Morrison, I'm like, ah, I would marry him and have his children. <laughs> <laughs> ah, loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, so anyway, I guess I give this one like a like an eight, maybe because there was a couple things that I was like, okay, didn't like too much, but I was happy to see Sugar back, happy to see Puff back, and Artie and Tina and. Spokana, but it was, it was it was good. It was it was mostly entertaining to watch. Some of the stuff I was like, okay, what the hell? But I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I liked a lot of it. I would give it an eight. So yeah, good. Good. So. Next episode, this is called Child, Child something, Child Star, I think it's called. 
What is it? Child Star. Yeah, it's called Child Star. And the summary for this episode is a high, strong, demanding tween requests the members of New Directions perform at his bar mitzvah, and the Glee Club must come together for their first public performance. Meanwhile, Spencer pushes Roderick to lose weight and Will and Sue finally charge at each other. No, seriously. That's what it says in IMDb. Apparently, it happens a big fight, big physical fight. So next episode is not 2009? Something must have changed. Because 9 was um, supposed to be 2009, the episode. Yeah, maybe the the uh, title was changed. I don't know. Well, I mean, 2009 is supposed to be a, more of a flashback to that time period, that year. Oh, yeah. Well, of course, um, IMDb, it's different now. 2009 is still going to be an episode, but it's not going to be until March 20th, according to IMDb. It's not going to be until episode 12. Oh. Episode 12 is called 2009. And then episode 13 is Dreams Come True, which is the finale. So it's going to be a two-hour finale. It looks like March 20th. It's going to be like a two-hour season six finale. Okay. Yeah. Somebody was asking about that, and I said, because they were, like, asking about um, they heard, and I said, oh, as far as, because I don't remember, I didn't remember seeing the the preview um, after the episodes. But now that you said about the um, mm-hmm. Roderick, I kind of remember seeing that on TV. Yeah. But yeah, I gotta watch watch the promo too. I don't remember watching the promo. Um, I gotta I gotta watch it because I didn't. I think I did watch live, but I was kind of like on my phone at the same time, just kind of like half paying attention. So I'm gonna watch that too. But yeah, we have Child Star next episode, and then something called The Rise and Fall of Sue Sylvester after that, and then We Built This Glee Club, 2009, and then Dreams Come True. So they're going to have a two-hour finale, I'm guessing March March 20th, because it's 2009, Dreams Come True, it's like the same day, so they're going to have a two-hour finale. So we have five Five episodes off now. Five episodes. Yep. Okay. So, I don't know. I feel like that that that's so obvious for 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 them to go with the the somebody pushing Roger to lose weight. I'm like, really? Not a single happy overweight person make them feel bad. Like that's such an obvious thing to go for. But whatever. We'll see. It doesn't look too appealing to me. I mean, just based on the, the summary, I'm just kind of like, eh, I think this is probably going to be like a hit or miss episode for me. Yeah. Well, you know they have a good episode, and then every then you have to have um, not too too good of a couple episodes. <laughs> right. Be, like, I think the wedding was a good episode, and then this episode yeah. is probably going to be not so great, and then maybe yeah. the next episode will be slightly better. <laughs> I'm sure for the finale, it'll be, like, really good. The last two or three episodes will probably be, like, better writing than... I don't know, because, you know, 
if you actually look at the history of season fin- of series finales, there are not that many that are actually good. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Because I thought like season, even season four and five, yeah, their finales were really kind of lacking. Like really? Okay. Okay. Well, like, did you see the two and a half men series finale? No, I didn't really watch that show, but oh, but was it, it was good. It was not good at all. <laughs> well, I don't have high hopes for Glee anymore. Anyway, I just kind of take what I can get at this point. Yeah, I'm just happy that they're giving us some Wemma in the in the last season because I I wasn't sure after Jima got you know, the Millers, I was like, oh, is she didn't need to be on the show anymore. So, yeah. Even though she's only going to be in, like, what, three episodes this season, like, at least it's something. Now we got to wait longer, because she was supposed to be a knot, but now it's going to be 12. Yeah, I don't think she's going to be in this now that I could tell, but maybe she'll be in there for like a quick second. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too, but I guess, I guess maybe it's only two. I'm... Let's see. I just wish we could see Wemma at home, like with the baby, interacting, and like it. It was always kind of supposed to be. Like, how is Emma going to react when the baby spits up on her shirt and yeah. she freaks out because yeah. of her OCD? Like, they're probably never going to see that because time. they don't care. Yeah. That would have been um, a great thing to see how she re- really reacts to the baby and stuff. Because the funniest thing, uh, you know, um, in that uh, last episode that, you know, she was on, is um right. you know we're, we're there at the park and um you know and then Will was, I think he was going to like have her, uh, take the baby up to the ground onto the ground or something right and now she freaked out <laughs> and and she's we, like no he might touch something bad <laughs> I guess she doesn't want him to get dirty in a public place because yeah. so many germs there's so many germs around. So. It's like, oh, please, just bring your hand sanitizer. It'll <laughs> 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 be fine. funny because I used to role play Emma a lot. And it's funny because embodying that character, you do get more sensitive about germs. So I started carrying hand sanitizer around with me. I still do. Like, I, I go to work and I do because I handle a lot of, like, people's groceries and meat products and stuff. So, like, yay, hand sanitizer time. <laughs> But I get it. I get her concerns, but I just wish we saw more of their home life together with the baby. And I just don't think we're going to see that because they're more concerned with the kids than anything else. So it's kind of bummed because I just would just love, like, a quick scene of them, like, of Emma freaking out over the kid making a mess on her or puking on her or something and how she would react to that and deal with that. Yeah. Or if she it really would, is taking that OCD nice. medicine. It would actually be nice to actually actually see her holding the baby. Right. 
Yeah, instead of him in a stroller the entire time, like. Yeah. Or she's in a, in a cute little family photo with 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 their baby. <laughs> I want to see a Christmas card or something. <laughs> Why? See now we we are on the back burner now because it's all about Clayton and Patana and like while Patana was waiting for years and years like like it seemed like years and years anyway several a long period of time where they really didn't get anything now I feel like that's us now is one of the fans like we are way on the back burner like we barely get anything now yeah all our stuff yeah. together is off screen so now our fan base has to make it happen in fan fiction. <laughs> We have to kind of imagine what it would be like, but we don't really know. We don't see it. Anyway. Well, what I'm here. No skinny mic for you, and I have to get to sleep early. I get to wake up, like, just after sunrise tomorrow. Woohoo! So... Anyways, thanks for calling in. I'm glad you did, because otherwise I'd be talking to myself. So. <laughs> and that would not be a fun show. I would not do that. Like, we have to have some back and forth, different opinions. So, anyways. So, hopefully next week when we come back, I think I'm working Tuesday, so we'll probably do it on, probably do it on Wednesday, and we'll we'll talk about in the next episode. And hopefully Sam and maybe Mikey can call in. We'll see. Okay. So. All right. Have a good night. You too. Yeah. All right. Bye. See you next time. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.